This is Tether Talk, a podcast for women where we talk about the truths that influence our identities, guide our choices, form our future, and lead us to the hope that steadies our hearts. Let's pull back the layers, uncover the lies, and hold on to the only truth that satisfies. Welcome back, my sisters. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in to Tether Talk. I am Naomi, your host for this podcast, and I welcome you here with me. It is evening on a Wednesday. Actually, it's late. I do these things late at night because as some of you may know, sometimes your house is so busy. There's so much going on and the only time you have a little reprieve is in the late night hours. And so here I am once again in my sister's closet doing what I do best, talk. (laughs) So I'm here and I'm so glad that you are listening. Um, Like I told you guys last week that I wanted to take some time to review and go over some scriptures. I was thinking about going through the Psalms. I was thinking about going through the book of John. But over this week, the Lord has just really um, wrecked me. And I feel like he's going to continue doing that because, of course, most important than anything, he desires me to look like him. And so um, I feel like there are layers of uh, on uh, layers in my heart, layers in my mind that he is just pulling back. And um, it's been quite rewarding because uh, once again, I'm being reminded who I am in the Lord and I want to take this opportunity to just share with you what he shared with me and um, hopefully it's an encouragement to you once again please excuse my voice i am still recovering and from what i hear here in georgia we are experiencing the highest pollen count in 30 years i believe and uh yeah there are a lot of new things happening in our world and i think that uh this is a season of season of records um not just in the natural but i believe in the spiritual the lord is just breaking our our expectations he is showing us who he is all the more uh showing us different facets of who he is and um if we just take the opportunity to allow him to be the inexhaustible god that he is the amazing all-powerful um unbox God that he is, I think we will love what we see about him, his character, his nature, all of the above. And so what I wanted to talk with you all today about was having the mind of Christ, um, because of course we know we are in some trying times right now. And I'll speak for myself. I have been wrestling. I wrestled. I'm trying to use the past because I'm trying to speak life over myself. Um, But I wrestled with anxiety. And um, the other day, I took a moment to just kind of, I don't know, I think Spotify was on and I kept it rolling. And I was listening and I was doing a little bit of work and I just felt like overwhelmed you know and I stepped away from what I was doing and I I took a piece of paper (laughs) 
Oh my gosh, because I'm going through some recovery right now for some first, wow, for, from, I'm trying to say so much right now. I'm recovering from some things and um, yeah, and one of the ways that I'm trying to get some pain and hurt out of me is through writing and uh, but not like the formulaic writing that I do or the um, intentional writing that I'm used to. I'm a, I'm a journalist, I'm a writer, I enjoy doing that because I, I, I believe in the power of the written word but um, I'm trying this new thing where I just kind of like word vomit on paper <laughs> to just get the thoughts in my head out. Um, Sometimes I do uh, like audio, audio brain dumping, I guess you could say. I, I'll put on, turn on my phone and, and I'll just record stuff. I'll just say it and just get it off my chest. But I feel like there's something about writing it out too that helps me go back and look at the words because they're right in front of you. You know, when you're like recording something and you're just saying it out loud, it's gone. Um, but when I looked at this paper, I wish I had it with me. I left it in the other room, but man i looked at it and i went back after writing down what i wrote and i was so shocked by just how powerful those words were um i was speaking affirmations to myself i was speaking words of life to myself but i realized that in in writing out those life-giving words i was really combating a very dangerous thought and um yeah, it was dangerous. The fact that I had to actually say to myself, I am not anxious. And I had to write down, I am not anxious. And several other things. <laughs> I just don't have it in front of me right now. But I wrote that down and I looked at it. And I was shocked because I had to say that because I was feeling it, right? And it made me realize just how toxic keeping things in your head can be. And if you never actually release those things, good or bad, um, you, can, you can be stuck. And that's what I love about prayer. And I feel like God is, he's checking something in me right now. Because I think it's okay for me to, to pray the word you know, because it's truth to pray it back to the Lord as an echo to him, you know, and he's going to be true to his word. His word will not return to him void. And so that is true. But I love the fact that the Lord is allowing me and we'll talk some of the things I'm about to say right now. Some of you are like, yo, this is elementary stuff. But my journey with the Lord has been uh, unique to me. This is my truth, you know. And so I feel like I'm coming into a place, I'm returning to a place that I once was where I was so transparent with the Lord. And as I grew up and as I was exposed to certain things and certain types of thinking, expression, interpretations, um, the walls, started closing in a little bit. My individuality, my uniqueness, uh, the value of God's divine creativity in me was diminished, started to 
be diluted just a little bit. And with that went my transparency, my weakness before the Lord. And, you know, it's, I'm not saying it's easy, but it is when you open the scripture and you're like, Lord, this is your word. I'm just going to repeat to you what you've been saying. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's another thing to say, God, I am anxious. Even though your word tells me not to be anxious, I am, or I'm struggling with that. And so it was a real check for me. And I felt the love of the Lord so strongly in that moment. And I don't know if y'all are familiar with the song, I am the Lord that healeth thee. I can't really sing right now because I'm still working on my, my throat and stuff, but I heard him whisper to me, I am the Lord that heareth thee. I hear you. Whether you say the words out loud from your mouth or you think them in your head or you whisper them, I hear you. And that was such a comforting moment for me because in it, he was saying, not only does he hear me, but he receives me no matter what it is that he hears, he receives. And so I pretty much fell apart in that moment. <laughs> I think I wailed for the first time in a minute for myself, you know, and pray for other people, pray for, you know, universal topics and things like that. But when it comes to me, man, like I've always felt guilty about crying for myself. And he let me have that. <laughs> he let me have that moment. And I was grateful for it. So that is what led me to the mind of Christ and the reality that it is my responsibility as a child of God to take every thought captive and put it under the submission and subjection, the rule and reign and the power of Christ. And uh, that leads me to our first scripture, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. This is one verse in a chapter on spiritual warfare. And so I will read the verse alone, but it is in that context. It says, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself, sorry, exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. I'll read that again. Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. And when I read this, um, he whispered, to, whispered it to me in prayer, but when I read it, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Arguments, like literally. Going between anxiety and peace is a mental argument. And in that moment, anxiety was trying to exalt itself against the knowledge of God, which is peace. Because the Bible tells us that he's not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind or self-control. God wants us to be able to control 
what he's given us, right? And my mind is something that the ability to reason, the ability to think and to process is a gift from a God that he's entrusted me to guard, to protect. And so by his power and through his love, he gives me the authority to protect, to control myself. And frankly speaking, I'm the only one that I can control, right? And so in that moment, when anxiety is trying to exalt itself against the knowledge of God, which is peace, he tells me to bring that thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. And so if I am a child of God and I am in obedience to Christ, that means everything that is within me that I can control must also be subject to and obedient to Christ. And so, yeah, it's hard, it's difficult, but when you finally acknowledge, first of all, that we are in spiritual war, you know, the flesh and the spirit are constantly at war. But we also know, because in the end we win, he says, amen, and it's done. But in the midst of this journey that we're on in life, we have to constantly remind ourselves that the spirit is stronger, the spirit is greater. And just as we submit ourselves to Christ, we submit everything else we control to the Lord as well. And so that, um, that reality is not something that happens just one time. I know y'all know this, right? Um, it's something that we have to do every single day, every single moment of the day, because our thoughts are fleeting sometimes. That's that's all the more reason why he says in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, not to conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind so that we are able to prove what is his good, pleasing and perfect will. So. What does it mean, really, to not be conformed to this world in this context, right? So yeah, Romans 12 is talking about the context of sin and, and you know, being tempted and, and, and falling by the way of the world, right? Going, going the direction of the world. And in the context that I'm speaking, having the mind of Christ, I believe that verse is relevant for this context because the conforming conforming to the world in the context of your mind and how you think and how you process is a mind that's given to pride right and pride in the context of how we think about ourselves lends us to pretend that all, all that everything's okay right so that's worldly thinking worldly thinking says Don't let anyone see that you're struggling. Don't even admit to yourself that you're actually weak, (laughs) that you need help, girl. You struggling. Don't let anybody see that, right? That's the context of the, that's the worldly thinking in this context. Spiritual thinking in this context is choosing to be humble. Humble enough to tell God that you're struggling humble enough to allow people to see your weakness and humble enough to allow yourself to be human frankly 
And so when Romans 12, 1 and 12, 2 says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, I'm going to say, do not conform to the pattern of this world that leads you to pride and pretense, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that points to humility so that you are able to prove what is that good, pleasing, and perfect will, which in this context is that God desires you to be a vessel of power through love with a sound mind that leads to peace, with self-control that leads to peace. And so, yeah, I'm not, I, I'm, I wrote scriptures down. And so whatever he's saying right now through me, I'm taking right now. And I'm so glad it's recorded because I'm about to listen to this mug again. Thank you, Lord. Um, but truly, like, that's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm getting from this. And, um, the mind that is fixed on Christ is a mind that is set in peace. That's also the word of God. And so I am trying to commit myself. I am committed. I made that commitment the other day when I was praying, but I am committed to remember who I am, to remember that I am a, a child of God, a daughter of the Most High. I'm a vessel of honor. And because the spirit of the living God dwells within me, I have the ability to obey Christ in having self-control, thereby making me powerful through love to be able to bring down every thought that tries to exalt itself um, against the knowledge of God and to bring every thought captive, anxiety, fear, worry, um, shame, stress, <laughs> disregard, uncertainty, every thought. And I know I just made a list. I'm just thinking now like a list of of concerns or worries or thoughts that are um, evident in nature. Like you see those things, you're like, oh man, they're really struggling, right? But the biggest one is pride. <laughs> That's the way of the world. That's the, the mind that is in the world is a mind that is full of pride and unwillingness to sub submit and surrender to obey Christ um, and so yeah that that is what I'm striving to do right now and I hope that um, yeah mm. I hope that we can finally take our our place as children of God in every aspect of life. Not just when we are in the safety of church or around a circle of people that we feel comfortable, you know, with whom we feel comfortable, 
um, or even in the in the version of who we think we are, you know, like, no, I refuse to do that. I refuse to cheapen the beauty of God, the wisdom of God by disregarding the wonderful um, creation that is humanity. That, that I, That's the way, I'm trying to explain it. Like, yeah, I, I refuse to do that because humanity is a blessing, right? Being human is a blessing. Sin jacked it up. You know, sin sin ensured that we would surely die, right? But humanity is a gift from God. Our emotions are a gift from God. Our ability to reason is a gift from God. Um and sin wants to take that gift from us. And if death and life are in the power of the tongue and the scriptures say they that love it eat the fruit thereof, meaning that what you say is what you're going to what's what you're what's going to nourish you or kill you, then I'm not going to kill the gift of humanity in me. I refuse to do that. So that means that If that means I have to literally say a thought out loud just so that I can subdue it and I can take it captive to the obedience of Christ, then I will do that so that I can, I can fully enjoy the gift of being human in Christ. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that, and I really hope, sis. I really, really hope that you allow yourself to do that too. It's good to be alive. It is a blessing from God to live, and we are already fighting a spiritual war where the enemy would love to take us out. We will not. We will not, we will not willingly, passively give this gift of humanity to him either. Like he's coming for my, he's coming for our souls. You realize that? He's coming for our souls. But if he can break us down on this side of heaven too, he's going to do it. Because he's petty. He's going to do that. But God wills that we embrace the spirit of power, love, self-control. That's what he wills. And when you struggle, 
because you will and it's okay. That's part of being human and living in a sinful world post the fall of man. When you struggle, it requires us to go back to his word and lean on truth. His truth. And so I'm going to read Philippians chapter 4, a familiar passage. Um, and let his word encourage you. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. I'm going to touch that just for a quick second. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Let your requests be made known to God. I could touch on with thanksgiving, but I know some of y'all, it's hard, even for me. I'll be like, yo, I know I'm supposed to be praising in advance. <laughs> Praise him in advance, and I will but I'm still struggling and that's okay. But it says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, let your, with Thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. The only way you can make a request to God is not by sending an email it's not by sending a text. Yes, he knows everything in our hearts, so he can, he knows what's there already. He's omniscient, all knowing. However, he created us again with minds and with mouths. So when this scripture says, let your requests be made known to God. I believe that to mean open your mouth and speak to God because he is the God who hears. He hears everything and there's no pressure. Let's be real. We're talking about anxiety. We're talking about fear, shame, all those things, right? Those, those warring thoughts that are coming for our peace. When, when you're anxious, or when you're ashamed, or when you're frightened, or when you feel less than and you're struggling, I don't know about you, but I don't have much to say, but like, Lord help half the time. Or God, I'm pissed. Lord, I'm, they, they trying me again, Lord. They're trying to come for me again lord or like just something sometimes you don't even you don't have you don't have this beautiful monologue <laughs> prepared for the lord that is absolutely okay half the time when i'm anxious i'm struggling to breathe and if all i can get out is lord or jesus help me 
God, keep me, steady me, please. Doesn't tell you what to say. The only condition is that you do it with Thanksgiving, right? So if all you can get out, and I'm not saying this like this is going to work every time, but I'm, I'm speaking to myself right now too. I'm literally thinking like, okay, of course, it's going to look different every time. The, the heart of what I'm trying to say is open your mouth. God has given you a mind to reason, to understand what's going on in the moment, in your situation, in your season. And with that reason, with that understanding, with the power through love to control the gifts of your humanity that God has given you. Open your mouth with that knowledge and cry out to the Lord with thanksgiving. So if all you can get out is, Abba, I need your help and thank you for hearing me. According to this, that's sufficient. (laughs) That is sufficient. Now, if you have the ability to say more than that, praise God. Sometimes I do. And sometimes the Holy Spirit, Romans 8, prays through us in groans and words that we do not understand. He makes intercession for us. Sometimes that happens too. That's okay. Sometimes it's just crying, but the psalm says he carries all of our tears in a bottle. And sometimes it is uttering words that are, you know, that you can understand, that are in your language that you can understand. And that's okay. We are talking about God. We're talking to the author of life, the author of all things, the creator of all things. And so there's no need to hide. There's no need to interpret for yourself. There's no need for that. Just let your request be made known to the Lord with thanksgiving. And he promises that the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, all understanding, going back to that mind, all understanding. Yes, you reason, but his gift to you is peace that you cannot understand. That peace that you cannot understand because it's supernatural, because it's divine, it's beyond your scope of reason. The gift of reason he gave you, this peace is above that gift of reason. That peace will guard your heart that's racing so much with anxiety, will guard your heart that's racing so much with worry and concern, that's that's feeling pressed with shame and and just the life pulled out of it with guilt and frustration, the peace of God, divine peace that is greater than your human reasoning, which is a gift from God, will surpass all understanding and guard your hearts and then goes back to your mind. The picture I'm getting like, oh my gosh, right now is like, Yo, like you're breathing so hard and you can't, you can't stop. 
but all you can mutter, all you can utter to the Lord is just from your mouth. It's just like, God, Lord, help me, please. Thank you so much. God, please help me. Thank you so much. And then all of a sudden, he just whispers truth over you, like just starts speaking and all your mind, you start, you start hearing little thoughts that are just, I love you. I'm with you. I bless you. You're mine. I hear you. And then all of a sudden, that racing pulse starts to calm down. And all of a sudden, your mind starts to respond with, I hear you, Lord. And then out of your mouth comes thanksgiving. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. I'm, I mean, he does that. Jesus does that. And I'm so, so glad he does. He loves us so much, man. He loves us so much. Like he created the most amazing life-saving plan for us. He didn't just put us in this world to just fend for ourselves, man. He didn't. And in his word, he's given us life vest upon life vest upon truth upon truth. <laughs> and he just brings all like the scriptures just come together. And there's so much life. There's so much hope and there's so much peace from his word. And I'm just so thankful that no matter what we go through in this life, the Lord is ever near and so during this time as the world is a little bit more quiet and our thoughts are a little louder than they usually are just remember that we are in a war that war is within flesh and spirit warring for the gift of your humanity warring for that but the lord prevails in all things because he is the giver of this good gift of humanity that allows you to feel that allows you to reason and it's in that mind that has been given to you and the spirit of power through love that has been given to you that you have the ability by jesus christ to take captive every thought and bring it to obedience to your Lord and finally sisters whatever things are true whatever things are noble whatever things are just whatever things are pure whatever things are lovely whatever things are of good report. If there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things and the things which you've learned and received and heard and saw in me, Paul. 
<laughs> These do, and the God of peace will be with you. That's my prayer for you today, that the God of peace will be with you. I love you, sis. We'll talk again soon. Until next time.